Bow wow, welcome to Make It More Better. Today we'll be talking about pets and how to improve them. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, pets. Okay, I'm gonna bark. Bark. <laughs> I guess that's a good starting point, right? So, uh... <laughs> This is Make It More Better, our animal sound podcast, where we take every sound you could ever have thought of and make it more better. This this week we're going to talk about animal sounds. I'm big. I'm big dog Gage, your host, hostess um, with the mostest dog sounds. Big Wolf Trevor, that's that's me. Bow wow. Uh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Let's jump right into those pet improvements um i will say i think i have a pretty good idea for this week um i don't know about you i think mine is solid like it's it's pretty decent i'm hoping eventually with one of these episodes our ideas are the same thing that'd um, be pretty great that's yeah, when like, we end the show that that'll be our last episode when yeah, we have the like, same idea well hopefully it's not this one we can't be like two in and oh yeah i guess be like, well, <laughs> oh we already just like won the podcast i guess we beat it well, we need to make it like a like a best two of three kind of deal where. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I guess how how would that work if we were both doing like we we would mind. do like a two to make it true if we can yeah, yeah, yeah both have the same idea two episodes in a row that's when it ends yeah I guess since you started off with your big idea last time I'll start off with mine my idea is basically an enhanced Roomba that is also a pet yeah so like. It's a Roomba. It'll vacuum and like clean up after itself. Because one of the things that sucks about pets is that they don't clean up after themselves. In fact, they do the opposite and leave a mess everywhere they go. Um, and so it's a robot, but also your pet. And it's smart and it can do fun tricks. But not like dumb, oh, you rub its back two times and it does a backflip like those dumb pets that you buy at Target um, that are fake. Uh, so it's like robots. a Roomba, but like with <laughs> sentient AI. Yeah, and also maybe it has legs, so it's kind of fun. Um, and then it like can squat down on the ground and like roll around like a Roomba and vacuum up stuff. Um, and then you don't need to feed it because it just eats electricity. Um, Have you seen Boston Dynamics Big Dog? That was part of my inspiration, definitely. Yeah, like if you could, like they had a demo. 2016 i think where like the initial one was like pretty big clunky like gas power oh yeah like, the newer one that's kind of small yeah, yeah like, i remember I seeing they that. call it spot or something and yes it has like an extendable like arm beak oh, head thing yeah and yeah. Th- that's what i'm thinking of where like so... it's a step above roomba and it's like an actual robot dog yeah my idea is basically that but also yeah it's a roomba um uh, I think it would do better, though, if it was soft like a pet and not, I guess, you petting a hard exoskeleton. Yeah, I guess you could always uh, just, like, you do need to be able to, like, it. hold it in your lap and pet it and uh, call it a good boy and have it make good sounds back. Yeah, because, like, I don't know. I feel like everyone likes pets, but they're super needy and 
there's like just so much work you have to do with them to like mm-hmm. maintain mm-hmm. them where if you could get like right. all the benefits of a pet but it's a robot like mm-hmm. i can see that mm-hmm. being big exactly plus i saw a video of i mean same boss dynamics video but they basically talked to spot as like spot grab me a beer and it like goes <laughs> and like oh grabs yeah it can <laughs> and it's like handing it to the guy <laughs> Yeah, that, See, that's that would way be pet an evolution pet in owning now. pets. Plus, you could play like uh, like trivia games with it. It's like Spot, tell me the weather, and it like then just comes oh, on in like Amazon oh. Echo's voice or something. <laughs> but what if it could actually use that arm to play trivia games, like Ooh, trivia cool. pursuit, like your dog? Well, the problem is, is that like it has such a good AI that like it would always beat you at sorry, and it's just like oh man, I can't I can't have that mm, happen. Mm-hmm. Like my pet can't beat me at a board game. Like it, it my dog like, is so good at go. <laughs> yeah, I can't use like Kespinov's <laughs> like whatever in chess. My and... dog beats me at Call of Duty. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think robot pets would be cool, um, <laughs> and I could definitely see that being an actual step that is taken in the future. Yeah. You know what? I think... Uh, do we want to do the combining things? Do we want to try to turn, like, a tomato into a dog or something? <laughs> uh, the random thing generator has given me uh, a zipper. I think having pockets on your animals to store things. Well, yeah, and that could get into, like, a whole line of, like, pet clothing. Like, that's pretty good. That's pretty yeah. Good. Oh, I'm not talking about... Your dog is wearing a like a jacket that has zippers on it for pockets, but that you build zippers into the animal itself. <laughs> You're saying the animal actually has zippers? Yeah, it has like flesh pockets with zippers. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how I feel about flesh pockets. Like that's just like it's like a built-in kangaroo kind of deal. Yeah, but like for all animals, for all of your pets, like it's uh-huh. like uh huh. But it, in convenient places not on the stomach like a kangaroo but maybe on its sides facing so upward wait, like um, just don't you put s- your keys in it and then your dog runs away and- <laughs> <laughs> well you, you specifically said in place of clothing like what is the benefit of having it literally be like a built-in pocket to the animal itself instead of just having them wear like a skin tight clothing that like has a pocket like why would that be better? <laughs> the, it's not. It, there's no upsides. It's all downsides. Yeah, like I, I can I definitely just, see some I just like the downsides, body. but <laughs> I just like the the body horror of meat pockets on your animals. So you're saying you're doing it entirely for the aesthetic? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's understandable. Uh, form over function. <laughs> What's a better way to name animals? Um. Hmm. I feel like you could get an interesting pet naming convention for the kind of animal. So how names in different languages or from different regions have sort of styles to them. Uh, So kind of like how there's gender names for people, like there's like pet specific names for like the type of animal it is. Yeah, yeah, I like that. And I guess you could even go to, like, a gender name. Maybe maybe we shouldn't assume your pet's gender. Just kind of name it, whatever. <laughs> name, name your pet. You assumed my dog's gender? How could you? <laughs>
I'll have you know, dogs have 53 genders. <laughs> um, and uh, cats have nine lives. But, uh... Right. <laughs> um, I think... I think it'd be cool if, like, cats had uh, a cool, like, naming convention theme to how the name sounded, maybe. I mean, that's probably already kind of, like, a cultural thing where, like... Yeah, it, Like, it, different, like, societies will have different, um, like, words for barking. Like, there's, like, woof, there's bow wow, there's, like, bark, there's bork. Like, for mm-hmm. <laughs> all the <laughs> internet folks out there, uh, the dog is borking. But the uh, same with cat, where, like, it's, it's, like, cats can meow, they mew, they whatever. And depending on where it's located, like... A lot of those pet mannerisms, I guess, also changed by that culture. Yeah. Hmm. So, for whatever reason, the Midwest of the United States is super into naming their pets human names, and it freaks me out. (laughs) (laughs) And they should really stop, because, like, those are reserved for people. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Like, I don't want to meet your cat named Justin. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like it doesn't have work. You a, have you met a cat named Justin? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where it's like, please just name it something that isn't like mistakable for a person. <laughs> it's like uh, the same with like naming, uh, like yeah, you cities should be able to say the name of it and be like, oh, that's obviously a pet and not right. a person. Like, places that are named after people, or, or the biggest thing is people that are named after places, where, like, you wouldn't name a person St. Louis, you wouldn't mm. name, or, personally, I don't think you should name a city, like, John. <laughs> like, oh yeah, I'm going to John. It's like, you're going to the bathroom? No, I'm going to the city, John. <laughs> like, it doesn't work, really. And I think if there was something like that as well for pets, like, I, I think there's... yeah. And there's an unspoken rule that at least I think exists that apparently other people don't for naming conventions. And I think you should be able to identify the thing by its name. Maybe it'd be fun if you named them by adjectives or something. Yeah, like speedy. Yeah. I mean, people do that a lot. I think there's some, there's a lot of untapped adjectives out there for pet names. Let me give you some examples. <laughs> Stinky, <laughs> wet, <laughs> round, round boy. Yeah, like there's there's like better words for those things. Like instead of calling him fat cat, just like call your cat rotund. And then you can shorten it to like a, a nice pet name, like Tundy. <laughs> Tundy. <laughs> yeah, gotta add the e on the end. But it's an interesting context because like you can't it's like impossible to mistake it for a person because like people generally aren't named like after adjectives so like you instantly would know it's like if it was an adjective then it's an animal or if I say oh look how cute like uh, insert adjective here is (laughs) you just know this is my hamster Brian (laughs) Yeah, like, it, like it, it, if your hamster's name Brian is like, oh, did you hear Brian's sick? And it's like, oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. No, I mean my pet hamster, mm-hmm. <laughs> Brian. Oh, so, it's like, sorry, oh, okay, sorry, well. redacted. I don't care if your hamster's sick. 
I think it would be cool if we spent time domesticating a lot of different kinds of animals. And then you have a bigger pool of animals as pets to pick from. <clears throat> yeah, what would be a pet that you'd want to pick that isn't quite domesticated yet? Uh, raccoon. I'd like a pet raccoon. That'd be pretty cool. I think they're funny. Yeah, and they're like super smart. Yeah, because you can tame them, but you, they're not domesticated. The same same thing like with foxes. Like foxes are kind of easy to to tame when they're young, and then but once they get older, they are not nice. <laughs> um, yeah, I had a friend. She owned a fennec fox as a pet. Really? And it was cute, and it had like little pointy ears and everything, but <laughs> it wasn't quite trained the greatest. So we were over at her place for New Year's, and this was a few years ago. Um, I think it was like. 2013 or whatever um Mm -hmm. but yeah new year's ball drop all that and had some friends over at her place and there's this fox and like pretty late into the night we'd been like drinking a bit and we were all like getting ready to go to sleep and um one of my friends who was like tired and like kind of just like laying on the ground a little bit Uh (laughs) the fox came up to him and like kept trying to pee on him (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. So that was that was like the highlight of that New Year. <laughs> it was this finnick box just like following him around because he'd like move and they'd just like come up to him again and like <laughs> <laughs> yeah this uh this <laughs> it's kind of funny uh, the same person she owned uh, for a bit uh, talking about not quite domesticated pet she owned it was like a cougar I think what. Yeah, it was, it was crazy. Like, they kept a broom in every room of her house in case, like, it turned on them. So they could, like, what the fuck? <laughs> so that they could, like, hit it and make sure it stayed in line. That's crazy. Where do you even, where does she acquire these animals? I don't know. Like, that's pretty exotic. Like, yeah. That, those are, like, they're not, like, insanely exotic. But that's, like, pretty exotic. I wonder how you would. Yeah, it was, like, she... actually a big cat. <laughs> yeah. Huh. That's strange. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Like, if that was, like, completely domesticated, though, like, that'd be pretty cool. Where, like, if you could be, like, comfortable, like, knowing for certain that, like, this cat isn't going to, like, turn on you and you just have, like, a big cat. Like, that'd yeah. be cool. There's got to be, like, a quicker way to domesticate animals. I don't know how. Like, maybe cloning. Like, what if cloning came into animal domestication? Where, like, you just, like, mm. create, like slightly newer generations of like the same thing until like it becomes like yeah compatible because you kind of breed them for the ones that are nicer so you could just clone it and then raise it until it's like a certain age and be like okay this one's really nice and keep breeding that one until like you get to something that's domesticated that's interesting I guess the question is, though, like, what do you do with all the other ones that are, like, not friendly? (laughs) You just have, like, an army of cats, like, like, imagine, like, a pack of lions, and, like, all of them hate people, and there's, like, one, like, what do (laughs) you do with the rest of them? These are the failed experiments. You do it on the moon, and then you can just vacuum, open the airlocks. That's pretty fucked up, never mind. Well, I mean, maybe once you terraform it, you can, like, create a new jungle uh, up there. But yeah, I don't know. I think, like, if we turned, like, the moon into a, 
Universal Zoo, where we basically just end up like an ark full of animals where mm. you can have just like every creature on the planet be like housed on this like lunar terraformed colony like forest jungle thing that'd be pretty crazy it'd be like a PUBG, but with like all the animals that live on earth <laughs> on the moon <laughs> exactly and then it, you could have like tourism and stuff like because the, the thing that's interesting about it is like all these creatures they would start out as like human or not human <laughs> all the creatures start out human but um <laughs> and we watch them as they devolve into lions and dogs <laughs> yeah but if we had like all these different creatures from earth uh like after generations of it being on the moon like they're going to start adjusting to the gravity differences that they're oh, experiencing fuck. that'd be insane so you'd have like really really tall trees and like think maybe... of how high a kangaroo could jump think of how big a spider could get i think a flea could actually probably launch itself out of the atmosphere yeah yeah i don't know like maybe it'll evolve into like a super intelligent race of beings because like the gravity makes their brains be able to like grow bigger or something yeah it doesn't need to be, like, all compressed. Yeah. Now, what if you gave dogs a gun? <laughs> you know, people like to have dogs to protect their house and, like, alert them of intruders, but just give the dog, like, a head-mounted shotgun. And it just it just always wears this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, to family gatherings and, uh-huh. like... Don't, don't you get him mad. <laughs> <laughs> do have do give him your pizza crust or he will kill you <laughs> i think that's giving the uh the pets a bit too much power <laughs> uh maybe a katana or okay knife, i can see a, a katana like a, where, where you can just like sort of like repeatedly run into someone <laughs> give it retractable sword blades i mean cats already paws. have it <laughs> that's true yeah i think if you're going to weaponize your pet i would be more comfortable with a weaponized robot than a weaponized pet to be honest (laughs) (laughs) and i'm not comfortable with that at all (laughs) (laughs) what if we gave our pets more legs like i'm I'm just trying to think of like the experimentation we've done in like human robotics where you have like people who have lost limbs to where they're able to control like a new hand uh, or like an or like a new like appendage or whatever mm-hmm. but that's not necessarily new it's just reattaching pre-existing connections instead of like granting right. a new function so I'm not mm-hmm. sure if you'd be able to necessarily remap the brain mentally to control something new like that. Right. I mean, so, so you're suggesting more like you remove your dog's legs and replace them with fins. <laughs> I don't know if that's what I was suggesting, but that's probably how it worked the best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if, I think that would have to be get... the, the best way to make it work. <laughs> If you can get your dog to sign a consent form on this operation, then sure. (laughs) 
Spark once for yeah, spark twice for now. <laughs> All right, Tundi. Uh, if you <laughs> do want this operation, please sign with your right paw. <laughs> shake. <laughs> yeah, as long, he as said long yes. As you have let's shake go. On it, then it's it's a done deal. <laughs> or what if you could just plug in the brain of the other animal that uses those limbs into the the the, the primary animal's brain? That'd be cool. So like you you cut out the part of the fish brain that uses the fins and attach that to your dog's brain, and then attach fins to your dog. And then the brain, that brain magic figures out the rest. I mean, I don't want that for humans. Imagine being able to do that with like wings where like you can yeah. have like a bird brain, like the interfaces with yours and is able to like control like wings attached mm-hmm. to your back. That'd be super cool. You'd have to watch out for a, a Metal Gear Solid uh, Ocelot type situation where you just get the replacement arm, but the consciousness of the arm origin takes over your body and <laughs> you lose control of your mind and it's absorbed by the, the brain that you've attached yeah that would uh that'd be bad if like it ends up that birds are a lot smarter than we took for granted and they end up just like being able to like overpower your mind functions <laughs> right you're like i just saw oh, wings and then it's like yeah you you're now a bird this is like a hyper intelligent bird person. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, yeah. I think it'd be funny, like a your goldfish, but with regular man legs. <laughs> Wait, <attached to> it. <laughs> when you say regular man legs, do you mean like proportionally regular, or like <laughs> it's like a? I mean, like you take three some, foot. Off like the you, you get a, a man and you take his legs and you attach a fish onto them. <laughs> There's just like a fish bowl with a platform and then like two legs underneath. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then some like little diode things that attach the fish to the legs. Yeah, I think I would like owning a fish a lot less if it could just walk around my house. <laughs> <laughs> and then it like it, it like fills up the bathtub with water with his feet. <laughs> And pours the fish food into it, and then is like <laughs> submerging itself in the bathtub to, to eat. Yeah, I'm just imagining like an Octodad scenario where it's just like trying to grab things and it, it can't. Like it has these legs, but it's not like successfully able to control them. It's just like randomly kicking over your furniture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I need food. <laughs> it's like <laughs> flipping your chairs and like your coffee table. <laughs> With with it, with its big hairy legs. <laughs> yeah, it, it needs food and has no idea what it actually looks like. That'd be good for uh forget the um Kentucky Derby with horses. <laughs> Fuck that. How about fish races with their big legs? And <laughs> could you imagine like twenty bipedal fish running laps? Uh, oh, you never did your big idea. Did you have a big idea to share? Oh, yeah, I guess that's for, like, wrapping it up and stuff, so. Yeah, okay, the, cool. big, the big idea. What's your new pet? What's the new pet that's going to be on the Christmas shelves this year? <laughs> Flying off the shelves. 
the new pet. Well, that that gives me more ideas as to like <laughs> marketing for selling like uh, pets. Um. Uh, anyways, yeah, I'll get into it. Um, big idea for this week that I think legitimately would actually be pretty useful is um, I actually have trouble coming up with it. Like the not because there's nothing to think of, but there's actually a few different solutions that I kind of came up with and I might dive into a couple things, but I think they could all potentially be useful. Um, but yeah, the, um, big one, I guess that I think could actually be useful is like a majority of pet owners, like their dog owners, there's a lot Mm -hmm. of dog people and it's like man's best friend, all that stuff. But when they bark, it's really annoying. And I think for a while, like we've tried coming up with solutions to prevent that. And like, there's some things like shock collars and like mm-hmm. noise things that like it, it actually, to a certain extent, like it's kind of like hurting the animal like not a lot but like at the same time like it's almost kind of inhumane having like a shot yeah, color yeah. and like i'd feel kind of bad using one um so i was just thinking there's got to be a better way of doing this because like some people go as far as like they'll like literally cut their dogs like vocal cords and mm-hmm. then they make this like awful hacking bark whenever they're barking uh-huh. you know it's like i feel bad for those animals because <laughs> uh, we're like literally just like injuring them to make them be Mm -hmm. quiet yeah (laughs) so um this actually like i think you did it last week when we were like recording for a little bit but this is something that um, we learned about like for like audio editing in interactive media studies where there can be like two slightly different like playback frequencies of an audio stream where it makes it really hard just like mentally to like continue speaking like uh, if you say something through a microphone and then there's like a little bit of reverb that comes back and then like is like slightly delayed in your ear like it makes it virtually impossible to talk like you know what i'm talking about uh-huh. I don't remember yeah. if there's a specific name for it. There probably is, but um, it's like that that reverberation loop where it's like slightly delayed and it like it makes mm-hmm. it hard to like form like actual like sound. Where what I'm thinking is, what if you had <laughs> uh, like kind of what you're saying earlier, having like like headphones maybe for your dog, but instead uh-huh. of it being for like music. What it does is anytime they bark, it takes the like sound waves of their bark and then it replays it at a slight delay in their ear. So it just like sort of throws them off to where like it's almost like the same as with humans where it's like pretty hard to continue talking because it just sort of like throws you off, throws you for a loop. Yeah. Or maybe you could have that be like feedback for them where they're like sort of hearing themselves and it's like, it weirds them out to where like they stop barking. That'd be interesting to test out. Cause like, it's not actually injuring them in any way, but it could potentially prevent them from barking. Yeah. Huh. That'd be some interesting, cause I feel like there's a lot of factors that I'm curious what would happen, like how a dog would react to its sounds being played back to it. 
Yeah, I I really don't know. Like maybe since like barks are such a simple sound that like it wouldn't affect their vocalization just because they'd be able to bark anyways and it's not as like like with people talking you have to come up with like a sort of succinct thought because like with language it's complex there's like a lot of different things you can say and ways to say it where mm-hmm. like a bark's a bark so maybe right it wouldn't affect it as much but it could yeah. potentially be a and solution I, w- I wonder if why it doesn't work for humans is having something to do with you can tell it's your voice talking back and so it's your own voice like talking over yourself talking that messes you up i wonder if a dog's inability yeah, would, would to they recognize potentially, that as their own would they recognize that it's their voice and would that affect how their they, their response to that would be i don't know but i think it'd be an interesting solution if it did end up working because then like you wouldn't have to worry about using like shock collars and stuff because yeah like even those aren't always effective and like uh, it's been a frustration for a long time for dog owners i think for like mm-hmm. finding a way to getting them to just not bark hmm. uh, so that was that was my main idea but i was also thinking about like developing like a dog park app where like you can like make social friends and links and connections for your pets and I don't know, but uh, that one's kind of convoluted and we should probably wrap it up and maybe <laughs> cover that at a different time. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Okay. So this has been make it more better. Uh, I'm Gage. Woof, woof. That's Trevor. Um, woof. We, we actually, <laughs> what? I was just continuing to bark. Oh, <laughs> um, uh, so we're actually on, we're actually on Google Play, iTunes, and SoundCloud now. Um, Is there a specific app for Android? Because I was able to get it from like Apple's main. Um, you you have to use the Google app. Play Music app. Um, it's a separate app from regular Google Play. Google Play Music, all of those you can search, make it more better. On SoundCloud, I think we actually have soundcloud.com forward slash M-I-M-B-Cast. Yeah, so hopefully if uh, you are listening out there, we will provide you with ways to listen to all of your favorite episodes again and again mm-hmm. and again. And, <laughs> and if you are listening, please go to the other platforms that we're hosting on. Actually, go to all of them, please. Go to Go to iTunes and Google Play Music, and SoundCloud, and if we get on YouTube at some point on YouTube, and like it, or subscribe to it, or comment on it, or review it, or whatever that platform allows you to do to our podcast, uh, do that to it, because it's helpful. Tell your friends. (laughs) Yeah, tell your friends. Send them an email. You haven't talked to them in a while. Text them. Like, smoke signals, just like anything. (laughs) Morse code them the link to our podcast. Make it more better. (laughs) Uh, Okay, uh, do you want to figure out what we're going to talk about next week? Um, Well, well, it says leprechauns on my screen, um, but I I don't know. We could do, uh, actually, okay, wait, you want to do holidays? Holidays, I like it. Cause I I have I've made up a holiday that I did actually celebrate last year. Ooh, nice! Uh, that would be very fun to talk about. 
Um, yeah, I'm cool with holidays. Cool. All right. Next week, we're going to talk about holidays. This is That's the Show. We're done. Bye. Yeah, yeah, bye.